Well, welcome back to the When I Heard This Podcast. My name is Nate Robinsoff, and I'm here with Pastor Joseph Tillman, MDiv, soon to be demon. Hi. <laughs> hey, man. How you doing today? You always ask me how I'm doing, so how are you doing? I'm great. Fantastic. That was an overstatement. <laughs> <laughs> On my part or yours? On my part. Okay. I'm close to great. Are you? Yeah. Good. Because there's always that little bit more little percentage of of living on earth is not fun and stuff <laughs> but other than i'm i'm up as up to the line as as i can get today okay hey that's yeah what more can you ask for because you know the world tries to kill you every day <laughs> every single day mm -hmm. today we're talking about gossip yeah. and uh just gossip that's it. That's just straight gossip. Also, today is our 50th episode. Wow. So we've been doing this for 50 episodes now, and that's fun. It is. That's pretty remarkable. It's a number that we're at now. <laughs> this is true. So that's great. It is great. First off, go to Patreon $5. Facebook and Instagram is at When I Heard This Podcast. You, tw not Twitter X and locals is when I heard this because those things don't let you put as much letters in the thing as the other ones. <laughs> so that those are the reasons. Those are it. So gossip today. Gossip. That's what we're talking about. Right. So, Pastor Joseph Tillman. Yes, sir. What is gossip? All right. So. Let's just do a little Webster definition for you. Okay? Okay. So Webster defines it as a person who habitually reveals personal or sensational facts about others. Okay. Or rumor or report of an intimate nature. Sensational facts? Sensational facts. That's an interesting word. It is. For the definition of gossip. <laughs> it is because the reality is it doesn't always have to be sensational. It can just be kind of dumb. It can just be facts. Okay. Like someone could really have done something and you're just telling about it. Well, gossip doesn't always have to be <clears throat> facts, right? Oh, no. It can be complete falsehoods. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so another definition is the idle talk, which foolishly or maliciously spreads rumors or facts. Okay. I think that's probably a little more encompassing because I think often it's like you said, it's not just simply facts it can also just be rumors okay yep. so is gossip a sin yes why because the bible says so all right so in the bible it's mentioned throughout the old and the new testaments so i could quote from leviticus your favorite book mm -hmm. um, where it mentions gossip and and sometimes you'll see gossip and slander as like interchangeable words um, libels written what's that libels written yes yeah and so throughout the old new testament it's there so in proverbs 20 verse 19 it speaks about a gossip as being one who betrays a confidence so avoid a man or woman who talks too much um, romans 1 29 through 32 um, actually list out several sins such as um, envy and murder but then right there with those is gossip as well 
So if no one has confidence in you, can you say whatever you want about anybody? So if no one has confidence in yeah. you because you're betraying a confidence. Yeah. So if no one has confidence, right. just say whatever say you whatever want. Say whatever you want. I don't think you're understanding that one correctly. All right. Yeah, we'll come back to I'm it. I'm just trying to, you know, <laughs> learn the Bible. I understand. <laughs> so, what well, we know what people mean when they say betray confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but if no one has any confidence yeah. in you at all, you can just say whatever you want yeah. because who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, no. I guess that would mean if no one had confidence in me, then if I said anything, if, then they wouldn't believe me anyway. Yeah. Well, and if no one had confidence in you, they would not have told you anything anyways. Right. So you probably wouldn't actually have really much gossip to say. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is that all you had for that question? Yeah, I mean, I can sit here and just quote scripture <laughs> to you for the rest of the day, but I think you get the gist. So there's just a bunch of scriptures that say, "Hey, don't do that." Right. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. So, and they're like a lot of a lot of them are in Proverbs. You can find them in the Law. You can find them in the New Testament. So they're spread throughout Scripture. What is the difference between gossip and just talking about people? Yeah, I think first is the intent. Okay. And so. In other words, I think often when people are gossiping, they're gossiping because they're trying to build themselves up while tearing other people down. Or it can be an idea of building themselves up because like they want to be seen as someone who has this like inside or secret knowledge. So but so the intention is I think what makes a big difference of between what's gossip and what's not gossip. Okay. In other words, because if I'm just saying, if I'm just telling facts about somebody else, I'm telling, hey, this is the job they have. This is um, how well they're doing at parenting. They're, in other words, they're doing right, really good in parenting. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, did you see, did you hear that they did this? Isn't that great? None of us would call that gossip. That's just sharing of information. But gossip usually is the idea of, I'm going to tell you something that, one, you shouldn't be privy to know. Or two, I'm going to tell you gossip in such a way that tears, again, someone else down so that I am, it makes me look better. Okay, so what if any of those things the person is ashamed of? What do you mean? Like, what if my job was I do gay porn? Ah, I gotcha. So therefore it's a secret. Right. And so the fact... That would be be kind of like going back to your, your idea of confidence there. In okay. other words, you, that'd be betraying confidence. So if someone told you something in confidence, something, someone told you something in secret for you to know, and then you go and pass that along. But what I'm saying is, what if the person's open about that, Okay. but the person telling the other person about the person who does that okay. thinks it's bad. Okay. Right? All right. And tell someone with the intent of hurting them, but the person's not going to be hurt by it. But it's still just a fact of right. the matter. Right. If an individual is open about it, yes. so they're, they don't care who knows that they're doing it, right. then if I tell the, someone about that, you're saying, okay, so you're getting the idea of intent. Is right, that what you're getting to, but but the intent doesn't, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right, right, yeah. So then, like, let's say you do gay porn. I don't, by the way. 
just to clarify. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say that out loud. <laughs> anyway, next question. All right. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I think maybe this would get in because I think some of it is also about the type of information that's being shared. Okay. Not just the intent, but also the type of information. And maybe this is kind of the distinction. Right. That's kind of what I was asking. Yeah. Because now you're talking about people's faults or failings. Okay. And so, in other words, if you're if you're revealing things that you know is to be embarrassing or shameful for the person you're talking about, mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of the issue there. Okay. Yeah. Because you're wanting to, again, put them down or you're wanting to, hey, did you know this about this person? And you think it's going to reflect wrongly on them. Right. To the person you're talking to. Specifically the person I'm talking to? Or just in general. Okay. Yeah. So it, you're saying it's it's all about what what I think is going to happen by sharing this information that I know. That's yeah. what gossip is. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's always just malicious. I do think I, I do think there's an intent there of and that maliciousness is there often. Okay. And then I do think there's also the like. I foolishly said something, right? Okay. Somebody told me something in secret. I was supposed to keep it a secret or keep it in confidence. And then I'm talking to someone else and it, and I say it out loud. And it's like, as soon as you say it, you're like, oh crap, I wasn't supposed to say anything about that. And so, so therefore I do think the intent, although I think the intent largely is malicious. Okay. I don't think, I do think there's the, there's the times where you just say something and it's just, you're just, in you can call it being foolish you can call it just in i'm just impulsivity okay just say it and you know you're not supposed to say it it comes out and it's like oh crap i wasn't supposed to say that i did a gossip right why do you think gossip is a problem at church specifically okay i think it's a problem at church because it's a problem everywhere else too when you get a bunch of people together okay and so, in other words, I know the standards should be held higher at church. Okay. But I also know that in workplace environments, there's a lot of gossip. Because you get a group of people that surround each other often. Mm-hmm. And that kind of creates an environment where it's conducive, if you were, for gossip. So do you think it's it's different at church? I think... I don't know if it's different. Okay. I think the, but I also think that there should be the expectation that gossip would not happen at church. Okay. But that's, in other words, that expectation or that standard should be there. So what do you define gossip happening at church to be? The exact same thing I defined it as earlier. Okay. In other words, anytime I'm sharing anything with anybody, without someone else's approval or with the intent of trying to make myself look better or to have some kind of, you know, inside information um, or to, you know, you know, belittle someone or put someone down. I think anytime I'm doing that, that's gossip, whether inside the church, outside the church with church people, not with church people. So I think it looks the same. Cause uh, I would think if the, if the standard for human existence is higher at church, Sure. Then there's more to gossip about that can hurt somebody. And that's true. Like if I was at work and was talking about what I did that weekend 
Right. Everybody else did the same type of stuff that weekend. Sure. But no, no one's supposed to do that stuff at church. So now normal stuff I thought was normal is getting passed around as if I'm the worst person ever. And that can happen. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I agree with you. That can happen. Yeah. And, but to get to your question, when you ask, why is it a problem? Okay. You know, because in other words, not just does it exist, but actually what makes it problematic. Mm -hmm. And so at church, at church specifically. And I think what makes it problematic at church is that, again, there should be this higher standard of like, we're not going to gossip. But unfortunately, that standard's not held very high. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how many times does, you know, do you know that gossip is going on in in churches? It's it's quite often. And people will even guise it under like the idea of prayer request. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you need to be in prayer for this person. Oh, oh, oh. They're going they're 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 going through X, Y and Z. And it's not you're not sharing that really for someone to pray for that person. You're sharing because you just want to tell somebody about it. Right. And that happens. And so um, I think we're just not holding people to a high enough standard at church. And that's what makes it problematic at church is that it shouldn't be going on. Or they just don't say what it is so that you have to go ask somebody else. Like, hey, what? you should really pray for Susie because. Uh. <laughs> well, you mm -hmm. know, I can't say anything I, more. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> She needs our prayers. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that that's, a, that's what makes it problematic <laughs> is that it shouldn't be happening. I think Diane knows what's up. <laughs> Go ask her. Right. It's not for me it's to say. It's not for me to say. But. Right. Go and, ask her mother. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and, I, and, and then, you know, my, of course, my, my cultural context being someone who grew up in the South. I mean, and especially in smaller Southern towns, gossip's just blazing away anyway mm -hmm. right i mean everybody knows everything about everybody mm -hmm. and so gossip's just happening and that has become such a normal part of the culture that it's there in the church as well and it's like no one sees a problem with that because it becomes so ingrained to be norm to be a normal right and so and i think that's part of where the church has to say but no it's not okay for it to be normal it's not okay for this to be accepted but I think that's where the problem lies is don't often say that enough. I think gossip just happens all the time. Like, how do you yeah. like like everywhere you mean? Or, yeah. yeah. Like, how do you even have a conversation about somebody else without gossip? But shouldn't that be the thing? Like, we shouldn't. I mean, why do we feel the need to always share a negative thing about somebody else? I don't know. <laughs> but we do feel like that need, right? I yeah. mean, we feel we feel like, oh, well, that's going to make me feel better somehow if I tell you about this person, or hey, do you know what they did? Or hey, do you know what they did? You know, how many ever years ago? Um, and I think we're really bad about that too. About you know, saying, oh, do you know that this person, you know, did this twenty years ago? Well, that was twenty years ago, or that is that. A, are they even the same person now, you know? Um, and so I think that is part of the problem too. It's like, it just, it's just, it is become so norm in our culture, in every instance. 
And then in church, it's like, oh, yeah, we know there's gossip going on. And if I if I was at church. okay, And. There was something going on about me around church. okay, I wouldn't care. All right. Like, really, I don't care what it is. Okay. If it's if it's a fact. Right. And it's a thing I did, then fine, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Like. If I'm going to talk about somebody else and mm-hmm. it's not a gossip thing, right? What is the is it is it like specific for each person on what they care goes around? Okay. Does that I make see. sense? Sure. Like because if two people did the exact same thing, right? And I said, "Hey, both of them did that thing." One of them could care that people know, and the other one could not care. Right. So does that go to intent of me sharing it with somebody? Yeah, because, well, especially if they've told you, right? If they're, in other words, if the person is like, hey, I don't care who knows. Right. Okay, then you have permission to tell. You have permission to say. If someone else is saying, I really don't want people to know, but I'm telling you this in confidence. You know, that's to me where the line is drawn. But do people have that conversation at church? Like, hey, I don't want you to tell anybody. You know, that's a good question. Because for me as a pastor, like I have conversations with people. And when people tell me things, I'm supposed to keep that in confidence. Mm -hmm. And so if people are telling me things that I'm supposed to keep that in confidence, then I just assume like I almost assume when any when people are telling me things, I'm just kind of working under the assumption don't tell others. And so, for me, it's probably a little bit different, okay, because of just my role, the nature of my role. Um, and and a lot of times people will tell me they'll be very explicit. Hey, pastor, dot dot dot. Please don't tell anyone else. And most times people are really explicit with me about that. And there's other times where conversations are had in open spaces where anyone could have overheard mm. and that's you, you understand there it's maybe not quite such a big deal if other people know um so i do think there's a sense of discernment about it too um okay because i do think there's a sense of what you know when did they tell me where did they tell me why did they tell me but then i also think anytime we're pointing out someone else's failures or faults to somebody else like i don't I don't know. I don't know what that's. I don't know how that's benefiting that other person. Okay. Like, and to be clear, it's one thing to have disagreements with people, right? Because I can disagree with someone. That doesn't mean I'm personally attacking you or gossiping about you. So, I, in other words, I can have a disagreement with someone and say, hey, I disagree with them about X, Y, and Z. But it doesn't mean I'm putting them down. It just means I see it differently. Right. I have a different perspective of it. And I think that's kind of where some things have kind of gotten lost to in our current culture. Because I feel like today, man, anything is gossip almost. Right. right? Because everybody gets offended about everything. And if somehow if I just, it, somehow if someone finds out that I've disagreed with them, you know, I say I disagree with somebody and I tell someone, hey, I had a disagreement with them. And then that comes out as quote unquote gossip when I, that was not the intent. It was not the gossip. It was just, hey. I just disagreed. And, but unfortunately everybody takes everything so personally. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I do think kind of as a general rule, the general, you know, rule of thumb, 
going, okay, does this make this person like, am I pointing out faults? Am I pointing out failures? And what is my motivation for doing so? So I think that's going back to your heart. You're checking your heart. Why do I feel like I got to say this to some about mm-hmm. somebody to somebody else? You what know, if I'm what, saying good things about the person, but I think it's going to make them look bad? Like, give me an example. Of like that. Joseph prays five times a day and doesn't hang out with his family while he's praying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what if I think that's bad and right. I go tell somebody, but actually it's a good thing. Right. <laughs> okay. I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought because there can be those moments where you think, man, can you believe they did this? And they're like, wow, they did that. Yeah. That's good for them. That's incredible. Right. Good for them. Right. You know, or can you believe they said so-and-so to so-and-so mm-hmm. good for them for standing up for themselves. Right. You know? Um, and so I, I do think there, you can have that interaction where you think you're saying something negative, but again, it goes back to you, right? Okay. Why were you saying something that you thought was a negative? So in the end, you're saying if I, I need to be aware of what's being said to me, who said it, and the context of why they said it, mm-hmm. and whether it's okay to ever mention it to anybody based on that. Yeah, and like, and and whether it's like, and why would I be mentioning it? Right. Yeah, because I mean, because I mean, we have plenty of conversations where I can talk about, hey, Nate is incredible at X, Y, or Z, and hey, I appreciate his friendship when he helped me. You know, when I was moving from one house to another and right, you can you can talk about people, quote unquote, without it being gossip. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just sharing information or I'm sharing that I'm thankful or I'm grateful for someone or what they did and or what they said. And and, and that way, I know my intent is not to tear someone down. My intent is not to point out their faults or their failures. My intent is to actually make like I want people to know how appreciative I am of them or mm-hmm. I actually want to make them look good in front of other people, you know? Um, and I don't, and I mean, I think there's a point where you don't want just, um, just flattery that really has no, um, substance to it, you know, empty right. flattery. But when someone does something where you're wink, winking to all the bad stuff, you know, <laughs> right. Exactly. You're such a great person. person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're the most horrible person ever. Right, right. Um, Go ask and, Diane. <laughs> she knows all. She knows all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do think there's that. We don't want to just give you know, empty words of flattery, but we do want to be able to speak well of others and to speak. You know, I'm thankful for others. So that's that's why we have to look at you know what is my intent of it and what is the information I'm sharing about the person. Okay, so when I come to church. Mm-hmm. Should I just assume that people are going to know more about my life than anywhere else? Like if, if I'm if I've never come to church and I right. walk into church, should right. I just assume that that stuff I say <laughs> about myself is uh-huh. going to get around to everybody at the church? OK, Um, <laughs> I think we all have to acknowledge that like in a church setting, it, it depends. I will say it depends on the church. OK. Because if if you're at a, a larger church, things probably aren't going to get passed around so quick. Um, if you're at a smaller church, 
where there's more of a family feel to it and everyone is doing you know kind of quote unquote doing life together doing commu- you know they're in community together mm-hmm. i think that there's a much larger chance of information being passed around about others um just because everyone knows each other so well mm-hmm. um and so i do think the smaller the church the more likely that is and as that church as you go out from that smaller church until the numbers grow i think it becomes less and less in terms of like the whole church knowing. Mm-hmm. But I do think that even in a larger church, you're still going to have whatever that circle is that you're kind of running in. People are going to know things in a church setting. Again, just because of the familial setting, there's, there's more of a tendency of people to share things with each other. Okay. So if I come to church uh-huh. and it's a brand new church uh-huh. and it's got 100 people at it, uh-huh. Everyone's going to know everything I'm doing all the time. No, I'm not saying they're going to know everything you're doing all the time. Okay. I think it depends how embedded you are into the community too. Right. Right. Like, so if I'm just, if I'm just there um, on Sunday nights or Wednesday nights, I am not hanging out with people in that context, you know, outside of just that hour on Sunday or the hour and a half on Sunday or the hour and a half on Wednesday, whatever it may be. I think that affects it too. Okay. Because it's, that's, it's easier to, if I'm just going to walk in, I'm there for this, you know, for this worship service and I'm out and I don't, and I'm not spending any time with those people there. Then yeah, you're, I mean, they're not going to know this stuff about you. All right. Yeah. So if that's the way you're kind of wanting to keep things, <laughs> you know, like, so it's possible. Sure. All right. Sure. How do you think, like, how does gossip affect people? Like when they're getting gossiped about what, like, what are they doing? What do they do about it? Okay. And what happens to them? All right. So are you talking about like at church? Yeah. Yeah. So when, to me, gossip is, gossip is what creates division. Okay. So often in churches Um, and not just in churches, it can be in workplace environments too. Um, I mean, I, I know some companies, they will actually build it into their, contract that gossip is a fireable offense Hmm. because they don't want there to be a division and a divisiveness within their company. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's how big of a deal gossip is because if I'm talking bad about people, right. And that's kind of like my, that's what I'm doing. That's what everyone begins to do. They're talking, then all, no one's going to be trusting each other. No one's going to be comfortable with each other. And it just brings this division. Um, and so, and I think a, a pretty good rule of thumb is if, if someone is constantly gossiping to you, they're probably gossiping about you as well. Right. Because it's obvious they don't know how to kind of keep a controlled, you know, uh, a controlled mouth on themselves, you know? And so I think if you find someone that's just constantly, constantly, gossiping then i would not want to entrust you know secrets or be in confidence with them about things so you think or you think the the gossip anywhere is the sin anywhere you do it at work or yeah at church sure okay yeah i mean i think that's the, the case for any of the sins in our lives okay it's not just localized to well is it happening in a church setting is it happening anywhere because it's not like, you know, like, like 
like the old phrase, well, I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm in the house of God. Oh, but you'll say that mm. somewhere else as if that's different somehow. Um, well, is it different in the sense that church gossip could be trying to hurt my chances with Jesus or something? I don't know. Okay. Like for me, gossip's gossip, whether it's happening in the church, outside the church. Okay. Yeah. Gossip's gossip. Because if I get, if I get kicked out of the church I'm connected to Uh for my sins being revealed through gossip. Okay. Or versus lose my job because my Uh boss doesn't like what they heard I did. Uh Uh-huh. Isn't that worse? Isn't the job, like losing the job worse? No. Or getting kicked out of the church worse? Getting kicked out of the church worse. I mean, I think both are pretty bad. Okay. Yeah. In other words, so... And and you've, you I guess know. I'm I guess I'm making the comparison of like gossip at church could potentially have eternal consequences for someone. Okay, I see what you're saying. Versus okay. not worldly just, okay. consequences. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm following you now because you're not yeah. saying just their not just their act of gossip. Right. But the fact that someone is gossiping about them has led to this. Yeah. Okay, I'm following you now. I'm sorry. Um yeah, I mean I think you're right, like because if if I'm constantly being gossiped about, yeah, and it becomes evident to me that I'm constantly being gossiped about in the church setting, mm-hmm. then why would I want to stay there, right, or go to any church, or go to any church? So I'm out. If I get fired from my job, I go or get, get another job. job. Right, right. No, I know. I think that's a great point, actually. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm tracking with you now because it's not just about you were gossiping; it's about the fact people were gossiping about you, mm-hmm. and that's what led to you're being fired or led to you being kicked out of the church. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Yeah, no, I think that's a huge difference Um, because now if someone is kicked out of the church, let's say, and I, and I don't know how often that would actually really happen, but I'm willing to go along with your hypothetical here. But if someone ends up, I think more the likely the scenario, more than them just being kicked out is them just getting tired of it. Or, or, feeling so ashamed that everybody at the church knows Correct. their thing that they don't feel comfortable anymore. Correct. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's a huge deal. And so they leave. Right. And and if they leave and they don't connect back to another church or they leave and they're so hurt that they don't even, they don't just leave church, but they leave Jesus. Right. Right. They leave the faith. That is the bigger, that's by far the bigger issue. Okay. Um, and, and I, and so I, does that make it worse if I'm doing it at church? Like if I were the one gossiping, being, does that yes. make? I see what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. I think you're. In other words, can your consequences be greater? Right. Sure, because now we're talking about eternal consequences versus temporal consequences. Okay. Um, but I, you know, but but I I guess I was saying sin is still sin. Okay. Whether it's happening one place or the other, it's still sin. Um, and I, I think, but I do think if we're slandering, you know, or gossiping, I mean. Maybe it's not even just, it's not just that I'm making up things. It's just that I'm, you know, telling people about their past or telling people about their present struggles without their permission and definitely without them wanting other people to know about it. Yeah, now I'm really hurting them Mm -hmm. and the church. Um, And I hurt their chances of being probably welcomed in and accepted by more people in the church. And so, and that in turn will affect them if they feel like... 
they're constantly being rejected by people in the church. I mean, who'd want to, who'd want to voluntarily go someplace where you're constantly being rejected? Right. Or who would want to voluntarily go someplace where you're constantly being talked about? That doesn't make any sense, right? A job, you'll tolerate it because at least you're getting income. I'm gaining something right. from it. In church, I'm, I am choosing voluntarily to go there. Mm-hmm. And, and so I don't know why any of us would want to put ourselves in that position. Um, and no, and, and gossip can do, you know, just irreparable damage. What would you say to the, to the person who is getting gossiped about, but everyone doing it doesn't think they're gossiping? Okay. And doesn't have the intent of hurting you. Right. Like, what would you say to that person? I think, well, I think the person needs, to, I, I think if you know, if you know a few of the people it's coming from, I think that person needs to go address those people. Okay. And say, and, and confront them on it. And where's the, well, and say, I that's guess, not okay. I guess where's the line of, I wasn't, I wasn't gossiping and you shouldn't feel ashamed that people know about this. Like, where's that line? Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because someone thinks they're just actually, I don't say they think you're doing your, they're doing you a favor, but they're also saying not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Right. If it's a big deal to that person, you should worry about it. All, every time? I think if you're, if, if it ends up hurting someone and that's something that's sensitive to them for whatever reason it may be, Mm -hmm. we need to honor and respect that for that person. Okay. It's not our right. To just go say whatever we want to about other people, whether we know it or not, you know, knowledge about someone or something is never a license to act or to perpetuate that knowledge to other people. I I guess like how ashamed should I be of sins I already did? Yeah. Or stuff that I already did. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. That That's kind of what I'm asking. Like. Is there a base level of I shouldn't be <laughs> accused of gossip if if I'm talking about this? Right. That a person does. Yeah. I, like I see. I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I just before I guess here's the thing I would say to you. Okay. Before you go telling other people about it, talk to that person. Okay. And. And maybe find out why it's a big deal to them. Because you mentioned, like, overly sensitive people earlier. Right. And what what is overly sensitive to you? And this is where I think this is the, this is the nuanced grayness of all this conversation, right? Because mm-hmm. overly sensitive to me is calling something gossip that is not. In this context of this conversation of gossip. Okay. And so, in other words, if... If I am saying, if I am exposing someone's faults, their past, from their past or from their present, then that's that would be in line with gossip. Whether I feel like it's okay for the world to know that about them or not. Okay? What I was saying with the overly sensitive people about gossip is, it's one thing for me to just expose people's faults. It's another thing for me to say, hey... I disagreed with someone on something. 
Okay. Because I feel like that's what happens a lot too. Like I get in a disagreement with somebody about something and, and I may, Hey, I'm, I'm talking to someone. Hey, I got a disagreement about them. This is what we were disagreeing about. And I think it may be no big deal because it's just a disagreement. Mm-hmm. But the other person takes it as not just a disagreement, but they take it personally. As if you're trying to get other people on your side of a uh-huh. disagreement? Yeah. Okay. Or if, and, and I think that can happen. Okay. And that would go back to the intent part, right? If I'm trying to build myself up over and above this person, then that would get in that gossip world. Okay. okay. But I think the overly sensitive part would also be, let's say I'm not trying, the intent's not there and the information I'm sharing is not private. It's just, hey, we disagreed philosophically on something, mm-hmm. right? Um, and or we disagreed on an opinion on something or we disagreed politically on something. Well, my disagreement with you is not a personal attack on you. Okay. And I think that's where in our culture things have broken down. Okay. Is because we can't have disagreements without it being a personal attack. Okay. And so let's say I disagree with you on something politically. Okay. I'm not attacking you. I just mm-hmm. disagree with you. I'm talking to someone else and, a, and, and we're talking about politics. And I was like, you know what? Well, I was just talking to so-and-so and we actually, you know, discussed the same topic and I, you know, we actually disagreed on it. Right. So you're saying that if I disagree with you on that, that I should own that disagreement. Yeah, own it and not take it personally. Okay. Not assume I'm personally attacking you. Right. Because I'm not. Okay. I'm so just disagreeing. What if it's like I tell someone that you drive a Toyota. Okay. But you are ashamed of your Toyota and think that you should have an American car. Oh, okay. So I go tell people, hey, Joseph's the guy that drives the Toyota. Right. And now you're mad that I went and told everyone because you feel ashamed. Ah, I see. I see. Is it my fault for gossiping? Uh Uh-huh. Or is it your fault for having some stupid reason (laughs) why you think it's looks bad on you sure. to own a toyota right okay i see what like so, so we're talking about yeah okay i'm talking about like just the dumbest thing <laughs> right and i and i think okay i think this is where the oversensitivity can happen on this other side too right okay. because it goes both on both sides okay uh it can go from the person being talked about a little bit too because they're not being talked about right you're sharing what you believe just to be a fact about this person right they have this vehicle. There's no ill intent. It's not a secret. If you know what they drive, you know right. what they drive. Um, but if, they like always pat, park in the back of the <laughs> parking lot. Right. So no one sees that they're you know, driving right, a Toyota that. and they printed out a sticker of a Ford logo and put it over there. You know, just like right. the dumbest thing imaginable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I- <laughs> Do you see what you're saying there? And I and again, I I don't I don't know if I would call that gossip. Okay. Because again, the intent's not there to bury them, right? right? Or to call them out for their failures or their faults somehow, or to belittle them, or to build you up, or you know. And again, the it's not like it's a complete secret. And and I think and if someone got their feelings hurt about it, I think that's just where 
All right, let's just talk about this. So what is the sin called or whatever or uh -huh. character flaw or whatever? Okay. I don't know if it's a sin or not of being overly sensitive to uh-huh everything. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's a sin. Okay. Okay. I think it's a it's obviously if you're oversensitive to everything, there's 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 such a lack of love for yourself. Okay. So therefore you're you have no you, you have no you have no self esteem, right? You have no confidence in yourself. Um, and there's that, again, just a lack of love for oneself. And so therefore you perceive everything else to be a rejection of you. Okay. And so I don't think, if, I don't think I would call it a sin. I would call it the fact that they, that individual would need to learn, learn to actually love themselves. So they're not so offended at every single thing that's said. That's what I'm trying to get. I guess where, where I'm trying to get to is what is, how does gossip, when does person being overly sensitive stop right. and gossip, gossip begin? begin? Yeah. And I guess that's what I was saying for that very first point of the definition. You know, like that intention of my heart is my intention okay. to belittle them, is my intention to expose them. Okay. Right. So I, I might not know, okay, so the person that's ashamed of their Toyota, right? Mm -hmm. I have no idea they're ashamed of driving a Toyota. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to belittle them. I'm just sharing, hey, they've got a Toyota, right? But even if I know that they're ashamed of their Toyota, is okay. that so dumb that it's not gossip anymore for me uh -huh. to tell people? But why would you say something that you knew was shameful to somebody else? Because... It's dumb, and no one should be ashamed of that. If I'm trying to not sin by gossiping, right, and I'm relying on everybody else <laughs> not being overly sensitive, sure, then I'm going to hell. <laughs> no, I agree with you. If that's right. if that was the standard, yeah, I agree with you. So I, so that's what I'm saying. Like, no, we cannot always know how someone else is going to respond. But what what I'm also saying is. If it becomes if it becomes very clear to you from this person that for whatever reason this is bothering them, okay, let me let me maybe take an assessment of that. Okay. Not say it now. Obviously, if it's like if it starts like mounting up and this person is just bothered by every single little thing, then I need to have a much different conversation with them. That's more than just why are you upset about this one particular thing. Okay. Does that make does that yeah, make sense? That helps. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's the I think that's the difference. I guess I was thinking of it as like an isolated example. Okay. But if that's the case in a person's life, like they're just sensitive to every single little thing, mm -hmm. then I think that's a much different conversation that needs to be had with that individual. Okay. Yeah. Because it could get to now I know that they're sensitive about everything. Uh huh. So if I talk about them at all, oh. yeah, then is that my? If I say anything about them at all, am I intending to harm them? Harm them. Since they get over, since they are overly sensitive about everything. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I don't think so. Okay. Because again, I can't control how someone else reacts or em or emotes. Okay. But what I 
I can be sensitive to make sure that that what I am saying to the best that I can is not exposing them or or you know pointing out faults and failures. But if they're sensitive to every single little thing, right? Like I go meet their dog, and the dog's really nice, and I go, right. "Hey, I met whoever's dog, and it was really why'd you talk about my dog?" Right? Like, I know. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I know. Am I, know. I going to hell now because no. you suck as a person? <laughs> <laughs> no, that no, you're not. Okay. You're not. And and I and I think we probably all do know people that are like that. Right? They're just sensitive to every single little thing. And where you feel like you're just walking on eggshells, like the least little thing will mm. set them off. Like I told you never to talk about me. Right. And yeah. yeah. And and the reality is like we understand that they're creating unrealistic expectations. Okay. It seems like at church, mm-hmm. from going to church for as long as I did. Okay. And from you mentioning gossip every time there's a sin to talk about example <laughs> on this podcast. Okay. That gossip is like the yeah we do that we're the church right oops kind of thing and it's the one that the church is willing to admit to Mm -hmm. more than any other sin ever (laughs) yeah and why is that again because i think it's so norm in the culture that it's become norm in the church and therefore and it doesn't seem as salacious as other sins you know Okay. Um, and so it doesn't like gossip is this interesting one to me because I don't think I don't think we as Christians take it seriously enough, like what it does. Okay. Because we understand you know, it's like you like there's there's things, there's actions that we commit, right? So mm. then we go, All right, I'm not gonna steal, I'm not gonna cheat, I'm not gonna commit adultery, I'm not gonna kill. Like there's there's like clear actions and you're like, okay, don't want to do those things. Mm. And then there's these motivations that we don't really want to expose to us either. Right. Like I don't want the motivation of my envy, my jealousy, my lust, my anger, my hatred to really be discussed or talked about either. And gossip is seems to me to be this one. It's like this one action. It's like not, you know, I'm not, I'm not killing somebody. Mm hmm. And it doesn't seem to speak horribly about the motives or intentions of my heart. At least we don't think it does. Because it's so easy to do on accident? Because it's so easy to do on accident. Okay. It's, and it's just so... And everyone's doing it. Right. So if everyone is doing it, mm-hmm. then it must not be that bad. <laughs> so we think. Right. Right? And I think that's a trap we have fallen into. Because it feels like swearing is less than gossip. Like, God can take it. Yeah. Right? You're right. I mean, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, that hurts less people. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 you know, like, yeah, if, if if I'm, if, if, if I'm doing something and having a difficult time with it and I, you know, slam my thumb with a hammer. Right. And I curse because of it. That hurt less people than gossip. Right. But gossip, and I think that's maybe what we just don't get is the consequences of gossip. Okay. That it really is divisive. Mm-hmm. I mean, really divisive. Um, and especially in church circles and church worlds, uh, which, you know, again, I, I know that mega churches are the ones that are seen the most, but majority of churches are small churches. Mm-hmm. Majority of churches, 
you know, have less than a hundred people. And so, you know, and, and if you spin that number up or if you put that number up to like 250 and less, I mean, you're, I mean, 95% of the churches are that size. And so that's the bulk of church world is those smaller churches. And I don't think we see how really divisive gossip can be, how really hurtful it can be to other people. Mm -hmm. And so, again, I feel like we just kind of, we just kind of deal with it, you know? Um, and, and I think another one of the problems is it's because we know we do it too. Right. And so I think we're less quickly to judge someone else on it if we're doing it. And I think that falls for church leaders, for just people that go to the church on a Sunday morning. We know we're doing it. Oh, so it's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing that I can. Uh, like. Shame somebody else with <laughs> if I bring it up because everybody knows everyone's doing. It. Yeah. So or like or how do I if I'm if I'm the pastor like and I can just quickly go I gossip. Right. Yeah. Kind of, the like, pastor can do it like I struggle with this too. But if the pastor got up there and was like, Hey, I struggle with alcoholism, that would be a whole, whole lot worse. Whole different Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. And where but I also think that it makes it harder for a pastor to teach it if they know they're doing it. Right. But I guess for me, like we have to own it. All right. Hey, I struggle with this too. It's not okay. How do we go about fixing it? Mm. Right. Let like, like we're going to spend time reading through proverbs that deal with gossip. We're going to spend time in the book of James that's dealing with how powerful our the the how powerful the tongue is. In other words, that you know James says that with the tongue is the power of life and death, mm. and you know that we can really build up or we can really tear down with our words. Okay, and so our I think, you know, what would be better is if we owned that that's what's going on. Let's 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 corporately confess and repent from it. Mm. And let's hold each other to a higher standard going forward. And and you and that's probably one of these things, honestly, it's gonna have to be repeated over and over again. And so I do think that that is that is why we've allowed it for so long is because, well, everybody's doing it. We don't want to come down hard on somebody else when we know we're doing it too. And I think we've just got to get, we've got to find a way to move past that and change the standard. Because, you know, I brought up Romans 1 earlier and the context of Romans 1 there where it actually lists all these, you know, sexual sins mm -hmm. and, you know, envy and you know, murder. And then right there in the midst of it all includes gossip. Like there's been a progression to get to that point and through Romans one, when I'm reading through Romans one and it's like, okay, my sin first leads me to, you know, all right, now I'm kind of left to my, um, the lust of my heart. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then I'm turned over to, a, and, and then eventually as I kind of move through Romans one, eventually I'm just turned over completely by the Lord to a depraved mind. And so a depraved mind is, is the mind that doesn't care about evil, just does evil. Right. 
Well, in the midst of that is, is gossip. You know, in the midst of all the sexual immorality, in the midst of murder, there's gossip. And I, that's how serious it is. And I don't think we equate it. Like we never, like who, have you ever heard a sermon that talked about, you know what? Gossip is, comes from a depraved mind. No. We I've also never heard a pastor go, stand up there and say, well, we all do murders. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. So I think that's that's why gossip has been allowed in the church is because it's so norm. And we as a church and as church leadership need to do a better job of owning owning when we've done it ourselves. There needs to be like a personal repentance within ourselves of it. And then also, okay, what do we do now to lead our congregation into repentance for this sin? So I'm at church, mm -hmm. and people are legitimately gossiping about me okay. and trying to make me look bad to other people right. so that they can be look better or whatever. Right. And it's like textbook, Bible book, yeah, gossip. Gotcha. What do I do about it? Okay. And I would like to still go to church there. Okay. <laughs> you still like to go to church there. Um. Uh, first, I would talk to the people that you know are gossiping about you. Okay. I would talk to them, just dis discuss it with them. Okay. If nothing changes, then go tell everyone. <laughs> right. And gossip about their gossip. <laughs> yeah. No, no, don't do that. Okay. Um, then, you know what the Bible would say is that you would you would take someone else with you to go talk with them. So, oh, so there's like protocol for gossip in the Bible. There's protocol of how to deal with people who are like a flow chart. <laughs> There's protocol of how to deal with people who continue in sin without repentance. Okay. In scripture. And so if someone is gossiping, which is a sin mm -hmm. and they're gossiping about you and they don't stop and you've talked with them already, then you take one other person with you or two other people with you and talk with them okay. about it. And if that, if they still don't, you know, if they still don't stop, now I'm going to get church leadership involved. Okay. And I'm going to the pastors, I'm going to the leaders, and I'm hoping that they will intervene as well. Um, and then that would be the, and then if it's still, it's still going on, I mean, I think you've got, there's, there's the two options, right? And so the leadership of the church, if it's just unrepentant sin, the leadership of the church can, they can make the call of saying, hey, they're not repenting of their sin. We're going to have to ask them to leave the church because of it. Okay. Okay. And so let's say you actually don't want them to be removed from the church. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you tell church leadership, we don't have to go to that part. I'll, I am going to choose to be okay with, with what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, in other words, we've talked to them, we've addressed it with them. They're not, changing um, but i'm okay i'll just you know i'll just deal with it so that i mean that's your those are your choices i think um especially if you want to stay there mm -hmm. but i would hope the church leadership would take it that seriously to get involved and go sit and talk with that individual or with those individuals about how again divisive it is mm -hmm. and how destructive it is for people the fact that they just continue to gossip. I think that's the end of this one. All righty.
Sorry I went off on such a thing. It's all good, But, man. you know, lines. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. We got there. It e- took a while. Eventually. Yeah. <sighs> cool. All right, man. Glad you completely understand gossip now. All the way. Good. Well, this has been the winner of this podcast. I'm going to get it right this time. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at when I heard this podcast. You can follow on Twitter and locals at only when I heard this. Not only. Hashtag when I heard this. At hashtag when I heard this. At when I heard this. Patreon five dollars. <laughs> You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Nate Robinson, and you can follow Joseph on Instagram at RevJoT. This has been the one I heard this podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.